0: We hope your employment rights are getting you enthused to challenge unfair treatment at work. That is why they are there. So we're into the home straight with our look at all forms of dismissal that could take place at work. This week, we're looking at constructive dismissal, but we don't intend to go through the whole topic in this particular podcast episode. In case you missed it, we went through a comprehensive explanation of constructive dismissal in episodes 20 and 21 of the podcast. And since those episodes, nothing has changed. So the episodes are definitely worth a re-listen if you want a catch up on all things constructive dismissal. So in this week's podcast episode, we're just going to tie up some of the loose ends in the constructive dismissal area. Firstly, as a reminder, constructive dismissal is when employers make changes to your working conditions or aspects of your job description to make your time at work intolerable. And it can even include trying to goad you into behaving or reacting in a certain way to try and force you to resign from your job or walk away from your job with you maybe even mouthing the words that you are gone and won't be coming back. When you're constructively dismissed, you are effectively walking away from your job with your coat and your handbag or your document bag and nothing else. Your employer should send you your P45 and any contractual monies owing to you. Your employer may or may not send you notice pay since when you got up and left your job with immediate effect, you didn't give any notice or work through your notice period. But if you thought that was the end of matters, then you would be wrong. If you feel you've been forced to resign from your job because of your employer's intolerable behaviour, There are two steps you can think about taking to try and get some redress. The first step is to submit a grievance about the treatment you have been receiving. This step becomes important, particularly if you don't have two years continuous service with your employer, because that service would then qualify you to bring a case of constructive dismissal to an employment tribunal if you haven't worked for your employer for two years, you cannot file a claim. So a grievance may well be the only way you can get someone to listen to the complaints that caused you to walk away from your job. Bearing in mind, however, that because you don't have two years service, there's little, if anything, you can do to make your employer listen. But having said that, it is still worth a try. We have known many, many cases where employees submitted grievances about the treatment they had been receiving, which caused them to walk away from their jobs. And one of the things that came as a surprise in many of these cases was the employee suddenly finding out that other managers or bigger bosses in the company, number one, didn't know anything about the way the employee was being treated. And number two, led some of those managers to investigate the treatment employees had been receiving. And in several cases, after looking into grievance complaints, other managers took action against management colleagues and some staff members and some employees were invited to come back to work with assurances that steps would be taken to address the concerns raised, including the possibility of disciplinary action against those who were targeting the employees if those cases could be proven at disciplinary. Now, not every case has this kind of outcome. But when you don't have two years qualifying service and you don't have your job and bullying colleagues have shredded your reputation, our view is that you don't have anything to lose in submitting a grievance and asking for your complaint to be investigated. And you never know, you might just find that something good comes out of the situation. The second step is to lodge an employment tribunal claim for constructive dismissal or what is more commonly known as constructive unfair dismissal. Now, the protocol for constructive dismissal is the expectation that you write to your employer to let your employer know you are leaving the job and giving the reasons why. Then you walk. But if you find yourself in a position where you feel you have no alternative but to walk away from your job immediately, and you have the two years qualifying service, an employment tribunal would not expect you to remain in your job and delay resigning or walking away from your job to take the time to inform your employer if the behaviour of your employer was sufficiently serious enough to entitle you to leave immediately. An employment tribunal would give you the opportunity to explain those leaving immediately circumstances because it is those circumstances which would explain why you were not able to inform your employer of your intention to leave. Bearing in mind that this is one of the expected requirements in a constructive dismissal case. The point here is that in legal terms, you, the employee, would be expected to explain the last thing to happen to you, usually called the final straw incident that finally made you leave your job. But there's an additional step because a tribunal will also want to know how long after this final straw incident did you wait before you left your job. Remember, an employment tribunal would not expect to see much delay between the final straw incident and you feeling you have no other option but to walk away from your job. So once you've either submitted a grievance or submitted an employment tribunal claim for constructive dismissal, the next thing you might want to think about is how your employer will defend against your constructive dismissal allegations. Your employer's defence to your allegations might be to either argue that the behaviour or conduct or whatever it is you are complaining about just didn't happen. Or that your complaints were valid and were properly investigated and the employer did everything possible to resolve matters but you were still unhappy and left. Or your employer could claim that the things you are complaining about were not as bad as you claim because you delayed too long before you resigned or walked away from your job or that you walked away from your job for some other reason which had nothing to do with your employer or your job. So, for you, in preparation to counter your employer trying to minimise the seriousness of the allegations you are making or trying to diminish the hurt feeling you have about the treatment you received, it's important to note these possible defences so you can start to put your responses and your evidence together to counter your employer's defences. It's important to note that in both a grievance situation or an employment tribunal, you will be expected to give details and any facts which help you to prove the seriousness of the situation you faced, which caused you to walk away or resign from your job or caused you to delay in leaving your job. Knowing the arguments your employer will table as a defence against the allegations you are making will help you to be clear about your case for constructive dismissal and will help you to remain one step ahead in your case by anticipating what your employer might try to say about you to try to avoid responsibility for the hurt you have experienced. If you're successful in winning your constructive dismissal case at Employment Tribunal, the tribunal will make all the necessary financial awards to compensate you, not just for your loss of earnings, but also for any future losses you may suffer. It's important to remember that the key issues like contributory fault, which we looked at in podcast episode 88, well, an employment tribunal will look at contributory fault to decide whether even if you win your case of constructive dismissal, whether you did anything to contribute to your own dismissal. So it's important to bear this in mind and have a re-listen to episode 88 so you have the key points in mind. And that's it for this week. Next week, we'll end by looking at the top 10 things every employee needs to know about dismissals And that will bring us to the end of our series of podcasts on dismissals. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's episode. And remember, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.